It's the Radius Podcast, recorded live from New York City. Welcome. Welcome indeed. James DeGorder here on the Radius Podcast. Today, we have our very own Chloe Zhu, lead software developer. Hello. Chloe, thanks for taking the time to be with us. Uh, thanks for having me. Give us a little background on yourself. Uh, sure. Um, uh, my name's Chloe. I, I grew up in China, and I studied nuclear engineering in my undergraduate, and I came here in U.S. in 2014. Uh, I studied applied statistics in Fordham Graduate School. Right here in uh, Manhattan. Yes, we're at uh, Lincoln Center Campus. It's a right. very great location. Yeah, it's yeah. very nice over there. Yeah. Um, that's great. So uh, applied statistics? Yes. Uh, actually, I studied applied statistics, uh, and, but in that master program, I also learned a lot of coding, uh, like Python and R. And uh, after I graduated, I got a job uh, in a market research consulting firm in the uh, research and development team. I worked as a developer. So originally when I was in my program, because uh, data science was a really, really hot topic. Uh, and I thought that was my direction. And I learned a lot about like, data mining, machine learning. And then after I started working uh, like in this company, I started to build some like data loading or data engineering tools. Uh, sorry, data engineering tools. Uh, and uh, then I also got involved some uh, web application development. Then I realized that my true interest uh, lies in software development. Yeah. So so when you were in school, like the, the big thing at the time was big data, data yeah. science, machine learning, all that sort of stuff. You thought, you know, that might be a, a path that was, that was exactly. interesting to you. And when you got into the real world, yeah, I just feel like software development really suits me uh, a lot better because I really enjoy writing code and building something that you can verbalize and help people uh, to make their life easier and do analytics easier or just verbalize data or see uh, this beautiful UI. I think that's something I want to just spend my time doing all the time. That's great. So where so where have you where have you done um, some of the software development in your in your brief career. Uh, I worked uh, at Analytic Partners. Uh, we built some uh, application for analysts to to run some models. Yeah, and also some uh, like ETL tools that people can use to uh, consume uh, large scale data and transfer or do cleaning. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So then, and then about two years ago, you joined Union Real Time. What what exactly were you thinking when you left a very established firm like Analytic Partners to to join a, a startup with you know not very much of a business model at the time? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it sounds like a very risky move, but if you really think about it, it's not risky at all, and there's really nothing at risk. So uh, for me at that time, I. I just graduated not long after I graduated and I felt like joining a startup would help me a lot with my personal growth. I could gain so much experience uh, because basically at a startup, we're moving very fast with everything. It's a very dynamic environment. Uh, I got to work on a ton of of projects and get access to like 
different kind of like cutting edge technology. Everything is like new. Uh, I just uh, and also there's like uh, job variety. Uh, like one probably one day I'm writing code and now I'm sitting here doing the podcast. It's just it's very interesting here and it never gets boring. Uh, and plus, I knew Adam from my previous job. Uh, Adam was my uh, manager at that time. Uh, he's a great mentor, and I just felt like uh, working with him, I can learn so much more. Right. So you felt you felt like the opportunity to just learn and, and grow as a professional just far outweighed any yeah. sort of job security risks at the time. And yeah, exactly. Um, um, so I feel like uh, job security is a because if you, if you really think about it, uh, like no company can give you the job security except yourself. Like if you are really good at what you're doing, you're, you don't really need to worry about that. But the first thing is you need to get better. That's a great point. You mentioned, you mentioned Adam was um, sort of your mentor at the time. What, uh, what are sort of like some of the important lessons he has taught you or skills um, you've learned from him? Um, I think, first of all, I think... Adam maintains a very high standard on like whatever we're building, the projects we work on. Um, he will always go extra miles to uh, make the solution better and better. And I think that's what I want, like a goal for myself as well. Uh, I want to start my career with a high standard and uh, just also plus uh, Adam has so much experience in software development like uh, from the architectural standpoint, uh, he's able to just blueprint this whole thing, the it's just whole application. A wealth of knowledge. Yeah, exactly. So there are so many aspects that I could learn from. Also, how to structure an application, how to uh, just do agile development. Uh, yeah, and plus all the like technical knowledges. Um, great. Let's let's switch gears here a little bit and talk a little bit about your perspective on being a software developer. I think many people may think that software development is just writing a string of if statements. <laughs> um, but give us a little sense for what it's like day in the life as a software developer. Okay, sure. Um, I think being a software developer, I mean, writing if statements is a big part of it. <laughs> <laughs> but I not, knew it. <laughs> yeah, uh, but not all of it. So I feel like for for us, from my perspective, there are a lot of learning and researching on new technologies or like frameworks, languages, or new services, APIs that you want to use. So there's a lot of like reading documentation and trying to figure things out. Uh, but I would say research is a big part of it. And once you figure everything out, uh, in the execution part, you start writing code and then uh, there's a lot of testing back and forth to ensure your product is robust. Um, and I feel like in our company, uh, in the startup uh, like company environment, we also have the chance to like demo what we build to our internal teams uh, and get the first-hand feedback to try and make things better. Um, and I feel like being a developer, you've got to have this huge passion for the tech world. Uh, I, myself, uh, I do have this passion and I'm very excited about like new things people putting out there to make development or de developers' life easier. 
uh, and there are just so many cool new things. Where I feel like as a developer, we're so lucky to be uh, in today's age because there are just so many amazing tools out there, and the community is huge. People communicate with each other a lot, and you can basically there are so many resources you can just learn from the latest. So, like, so software development is basically like whatever your task is. You're just trying to solve a problem, and a big piece of it is like. Knowing which tools to use. Exactly. Yes. And you're sort of like putting a puzzle together. Yeah. I feel like sometimes I do feel like a detective, like trying to figure things out. Or sometimes it's like a user's bug and you're trying to figure out, you got to just put the puzzles together and know what the root cause is. Uh, yeah. And so, and so a big piece of that is, is really understanding like what tools are out there and staying on top of them. And what you're saying is that like, the landscape is just evolving so rapidly that there's always new tools to be, you know, sort of adding to your tool belt, so to speak. Yes, exactly. And a lot of the programming languages or frameworks that we're using today are not, uh, are like invented very recently. It's not like 10 years ago. It's like three years ago, five years ago, one years ago. So you can just see how rapidly the change is going and it's just exciting all the time. So as, as lead software developer, you're starting to build up the team here as we grow, what sort of, um, what sort of teammates are you, are you looking to add? What, what sort of qualities um, do you look for as you're, as you're building out your team? Uh, I think the, biggest quality I'm looking for is like the passionate for the tech world, uh, like being passionate for the tech world. Cause once you have this passion, uh, you're just so eager to, uh, learn new things and have this desire to build something on your own using the knowledge that you learn. Uh, this is a, this is a process that requires hard work, obviously. But, uh, I feel like if you have this passion, it's just, it's not, not that, tiring at all for you to do that it's just like an enjoyment and i feel like uh also what we're looking for is like hard working people because uh this is a very dynamic environment and things are moving fast we always have new projects on our roadmap uh so yeah we would be able to move very fast and learn new things fast and build robust application within limited time yeah, so, so the, nature, the nature of the job is that you're always just trying to figure out the next thing and you just sort of have to have a passion for wanting to figure it out. There's no like process or roadmap for, for most of this stuff. It's really just that, um, that innate excitement to, to want to figure it out. Yeah, like every morning I feel like if I know I'm going to build something that's really going to make a difference for the clients or for our internal team, I think it kind of drives me. Right. Yeah. Interesting. So that's interesting perspective on, on the day in the life of a software developer, more specifically being a woman in software development. Can you give us some thoughts on, um, on on what that's like? I know there's, um, you know, historically been very underrepresented. Yeah. uh, Class. Yeah, yeah, so definitely in the tech industry, uh, female is definitely, uh, underrepresented. Uh, I once saw a stats on, like in the tech industry, only 17% of the workers are female. So I was kind of surprised 
by that number because I feel like in today's world there should be there's nothing that should be preventing women from achieving a career in software development or computer science or more in general just technology industry. Uh, there are so many resources out there, and I feel like now there's this uh, trend going on, like people. Uh, or companies are trying to make an effort to uh, help more women who wants to get into this industry more involved. Like there are boot camp programs for girls, and uh, also companies are having all kinds of program to uh, just providing informa- providing more information and opportunities for girls who wants to get into the software development. And we also did this. Uh, Whitney internship back in 2018. It was a partnership with Cornell Tech that we have like a two week uh, internship for uh, just girl, like female graduates, female student, female college student from uh, uni, this university to come in and work on a project for two weeks. Uh, we had eight girls came. And they did an amazing job. They built an Alexa skill app. Uh, yeah, I think that's just great programs. So you think? So you think generally the the tech landscape is is starting to evolve, and there's a there's a lot of uh, support out there to you know to help underrepresented women in in the field. Yeah, you definitely. Participate in that, you see other companies participating, and yes. it's been beneficial for everyone. Yeah, I think it definitely it's beneficial for everyone, uh, not just for the students who were joining or participating, but also for the companies. You get more diversity uh, on your team, uh, and diversity brings more like diversified perspective on whatever you are building. Uh, I think that's a great thing in general, and I feel like girls can do an amazing job on software development, uh, just as well as boys can do. Uh, so personally, as a female developer, I don't see any difference. Right. Like the the gender makes. Yeah. Well, we yeah. can we can certainly test to that for sure. Um, specifically, some of the stuff that you really excel at are the ability to move quickly, to be agile, um, to really uh, iterate very quickly. Give us some thoughts on sort of like. That skill set specifically, where did you learn that? How important is that to um, to any team, but more specifically, a tech startup? Yeah, I think it's it's very important. Like the your time management skill, not just for software developers, but like probably for every role. Uh, like multitasking. I mean, I I'm not a big fan of multitasking, but sometimes you have to do it. Uh, but there are techniques to do that. There are definitely strategies. Like if I am writing a code for a job to run for a long time and I have other things on my plate that I would probably write the job for first and for it to start running and then do other things. So there's uh, always this kind of strategy when you really think about your time as your resource and how you want to allocate them to uh, things on your to-do list. Yeah. Um, the, the other, uh, the other aspect that, that you've highlighted in the past is just the ability to put, put your head down and, you know, and stay focused. Yeah. Um, um, I think it's just so important to just sit down and really 
diving, uh, especially as software developer, because you basically need to be fully concentrated to be able to figure things out. Or uh, sometimes when you're debugging, uh, you don't want to be like really, in, you don't want to be interrupted. I feel like uh, it, there's a, we're lucky to be in the team like us because we don't have a lot of meetings going on. I saw people talking about on Twitter, like uh, they finally have the time to sit down to write some code. Then the alert came in to say that you have a meeting in 15 minutes. Uh, that's just very stressful, I guess. Right. Yeah. Luckily, we don't have that problem because we we're a very small team and we're doing like agile development. Uh, I feel like in our company's culture, uh, we're respecting engineers' time, en- engineers' time, and developers' time, and we're trying to make things work for everyone and block out time for people to really concentrate and work on things. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we all, I think we all sort of need need that time to, to yeah. get in the weeds and Definitely. and think. But um, certainly in your in your shoes, it's probably more important. Um, you did talk about software development team also needing to be agile. Uh, I've heard you guys talk about that coming with, you know, a bit of a cost as well. I know we've had like three or four database migrations, which have been extremely miserable watching from the outside. (laughs) Um, But it's really, I guess making those decisions really is our competitive advantage and also allows us to be, quicker, faster for the long run. Yeah. So sometimes it seems like uh, there's a cost to like start things over or rebuild things uh, or like migrating a database. But from the long run, it just, a, I think it actually reduce the risk of be, of like rebuilding the whole thing. Cause like you are just like maintaining your, for example, a car you're maintaining it parts by parts. You don't have to like, you don't want to wait until this car is completely broken and replace a new one because that's like more cost. But for us, uh, we, we try to keep our uh, application architecture like more scaled. We're like using microservices. So everything is like kind of break down. And even if we need to rebuild something, uh, it's not like, great effort. We don't have to rebuild the whole thing. So I think one thing is you just need to architecture it very well. And then, uh, yeah, rebuilding sometimes may not be a bad thing. Mentally, how difficult is it to throw something away that you've worked on for weeks, months or whatever, and start over knowing there's just a better way you have to do it for the long run? Is that, is that a difficult hurdle to overcome or that's just, that's just, the name of the game not really i feel like in my personal opinion i feel excited to just push things down and if i i mean if we have a much better solution or much cleaner organized solution it just it's exciting to make your things perfect and better even if it means to put everything like back to zero but yeah i feel like from a developer standpoint you want to keep things clean organized and uh, structural, so rebuilding sometimes makes me feel this is the right way, right thing to do and right way to go. It's just it's not difficult at all. It's it's an opportunity to sort of 
clean house and get rid of the excess exactly yeah yeah so um, you just want this result to be great remove some of the technical debt (laughs) yeah (laughs) um all right so what is on the horizon for chloe what do you see what do you see in the future what are you looking to accomplish over the next several years um over the next several years i think i would just keep learning and keep on top of the new technologies and uh probably gain a like wider spectrum of the skill set like uh ai for example they're like alexa and like self-driving cars now like ai is built in a lot of softwares now to make people's life easier and i think that's a very nice direction for me to head into or just to know more and learn more about. And also I feel like along the way uh, uh, on like being a developer, I or like learning, I got so many help from so many people and always like those resources or like people mentoring me. And I sort of want to hopefully give back to this community and by like helping other people to uh, get into this industry or help them learn things and just in an easier way. That's great. We'll leave it. We'll leave it on that note. Chloe, thank you very much for thank joining so us much. on the podcast. That thank was a lot you. of fun. You've been listening to the Radius Podcast. Don't miss a beat. Subscribe today and stay up to date on self-storage. And come and hang out with us at RadiusPlus.com. We'd love to hear from you.